Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes, and you're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you where I invest my money and what thoughts you might want to be thinking about if you have XX cash that you want to invest and grow instead of letting it sit in some savings account making 0.1% interest. That's what we're talking about today. I don't usually talk about personal finance and those sort of things, but I wanted to share this because I got a lot of questions about it from business owners once they begin to get pretty successful in their business. Now, before we get into today's show, a big thank you to today's sponsor, Gusto.com. That's G-U-S-T-O dot com slash bootcamp. Go to that URL to get an exclusive offer just for the listeners of this podcast. It's a three-month trial instead of their usual one-month trial. So you can try it for an entire quarter. So if you get it now, you can try it for October, November, and December of this year, and then have it print out your W-2s and email those to your your uh, employees and really test out the software. So I encourage you to do that. See how easy it is. And if you're like me, you are now finding it hard to some to find a lot of labor type positions. And people are looking for benefits. And if they're looking for benefits, they want to make it simple and make it easy for you as you know, business owner of someone doing payroll. And so they have a great dashboard on Gusto where you can manage all of your HR and benefits and healthcare and 401k, all of that you can manage from one place. Check it out today. Go to gusto.com slash bootcamp. Now today we're going to be talking about investing your money. And like I said, I don't usually talk about this sort of thing, but uh, I usually kind of stick to the narrow lane of business and what I'm up to and things like that. But I get at least asked this once a week. Uh, someone will email or contact me about uh, what do I do in, as far as investing my money once I do have a successful business or I'm starting to make money, I have some money in the bank, or maybe I'm young and I have five, 10 grand laying around. Like where do I invest this money? Because it's very simple or very plain and obvious that it's, you don't want to be putting in some savings account making absolutely no interest whatsoever. And it much you know, you might as well hide it underneath your mattress instead of putting in a bank account, honestly. Uh, the levels of interest rates these days are very, very low. And so I, that makes sense. That's cool. So then people ask, well, where do I invest my money? A big part of this before we get into the three different ways that I talk about when it comes to investing in your money is... The number one question is how much money do you have? Because some of the things I'm gonna be talking about today require more money. So for instance, real estate, unless you get really creative and start raising money or having uh, investors and things like that and doing 0% down loans and things like that, a traditional real estate uh, loan or traditional real estate investment, you are gonna be required to have 20, 25% down on the loan if you're doing it for commercial or if you're doing it for investment purposes. If you're living in it, you can get away with like 10% and 5% and different types of loans for real estate. However, usually if you're doing a, an investment deal and you're not living in the house, you're gonna be looking at 20, 25% down on the project. Now, if that's a five, six dollars $600,000 uh, house that you're buying or duplex or triplex or whatever you're buying when it comes to real estate, if it's $500,000 and you're paying 20% down, that's $100,000 in cash you need to have up front. Uh, and you don't, you obviously need more than that to have some sort of liquidity and not just give all your cash away. So hundred grand is not a drop in the bucket by no means. And so, uh, do you, what do you do when you don't have that much money? What do you do when you have 5,000, 10,000, 20,000? What do you do when you have a million? So like, there's always these questions. And so, uh, 
that's I just want to preface it all by saying though it obviously depends a lot on how much money you have set aside to invest and grow. So really when it comes to investing, I look at it from three different perspectives. There's three ways to invest your money and I'm going to talk about those. So number one is your business. Number two is real estate. Number three is paper. And when I say paper, I mean stocks and bonds, uh, the the Wall Street and, and stock market. So this is the deal. If you have a ton of money, you can't necessarily have a bunch of different businesses. You can't be buying like 20 businesses and running them all. It's very difficult to do that. And so you need something that you can put your money in and not have to have as much time involvement in managing that asset, in managing that business. And so if you have a bunch of money and you go and get real estate, it, is, it takes less time on a day-to-day basis to manage that real estate than it does to own a business. So in when we talk about these three different types of investing, business, real estate, and stocks, as you go from business to real estate, your involvement, your required involvement on average is going to reduce the amount of time, the amount of sweat equity you have to put in the business. From, from going from a business to now investing in real estate, your, uh, your, your uh, amount of time that you have to spend on that, that business decreases. Now, if you go to to paper or stocks and bonds, it's co- almost completely passive. You, your day-to-day involvement is very low. A few minutes can really manage all of your, your, your quote-unquote investment. And so as we go from one to two to three, from business to real estate to paper and stocks and bonds, um, your involvement, your sweat, sweat equity really decreases in the amount of time that you have to spend on the investment. So this is another part of the equation when it comes to investing your money is how much time do you want to spend managing the investment? Because if you're going to run a business, it's going to take more involvement. You're going to have to hire people. You're going to have to market. You're going to create websites. You have to grow. You're going to have to expand. You have to get, you're going to have to find shop space. All the things that go into running a business. If you get real estate, it's a little more plug and play. Like this, there's a lot more upfront costs. There's a lot more involvement upfront, perhaps. But once it's you know you have tenants or you're renting out to whether it be commercial space or apartments. Usually, it's pretty plug and play. Like, get it started, and then you just have to do some maintenance, collect checks, and make sure that you know the place is running optimally. But it doesn't take a whole lot of time and energy on your part on a day to day basis. Third one, the paper, the stocks, the bonds. You literally can manage it from a website. You can manage it through your portfolio manager, and most people don't even ever even see it. it's just a bunch of digits, and they can quickly manage that. Uh, ma- a matter of like a few minutes a week, they can manage their entire portfolio, and it's very hands off. Now that being said, this is again my opinion. The returns on investment, the ROI, is typically lower as you go down from one, two, and three. So. When we talk about stocks and bonds, you know, a good return investment, 10%, 12%, 20%, like those are amazing investments on average if you put into mutual funds or different types of uh, stock, you know, options, things like that. Like there's different ways to do it. There's different types of venues and stock. I, I totally get that there's different products that the Wall Street packages together uh, and whether it be stocks, mutual funds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's a million different types, but you know, on average, a 10% return right now is fantastic. Uh, when we go to real estate now, people are you know inclined if they're going to spend money that they're going to have better return on investment on average for a year, for instance. They might not be happy with 10%. They might want something more like 20% or 30% per year if they're doing like a value add to an apartment complex or they are uh, somehow making the property better and trying to sell it in several years. Some people are just happy with literally like a cap rate of 5 6% even on real estate. So again, less... Um, time and energy is spent on the 
it on the day to day for real estate. But for business, that number one area you can invest your business, invest your money. That is really where the highest risk is as far as most people go to zero, but then there's also much higher return rate of uh, return on investment. If you do really well in your business, you can easily 10x, 20x your money over the course of several years if you're doing it if you're doing things right, you can start a business with $10,000 and three years later it's making, you know, it's worth, that money is now worth say 50, 60, $100,000 if you're running the business correctly and it's growing and thriving. And so it's really interesting here is, well, what do I do in my, you know, for me personally, and I'm still, this is how I kind of look at it is as I make more money, I'll go from one to two to three. So as far as Right now in my career, I'm focusing a lot on investing in my business. So if I get extra money, I'm starting a new business, I'm buying another business, I'm growing my existing company, I'm offering some sort of product or uh, online service for free, like we're writing a book right now, and that's going to be as free as I possibly can make it. I'm doing a conference, and that's for free. I'm going to probably lose money on that. But like I'm investing the money in the business for the long-term growth of the company, uh, and companies that I run, and so that's what I'm focused on now. As I make more money, and I don't ha- and have less and less time to spend on doing that, you know, real estate will probably be my next my next step, number two. Less involvement. It does require more capital, but I'll have that from all the businesses I have, and then. As I grow older and I like have more money, uh, you can't manage it. You can't even find good investments in, as far as from a business standpoint, perhaps, or uh, perhaps in uh, you know raising capital for small startups, things like that, like as uh, private equity. Like maybe those things dry up. Maybe the real estate market's really, really hot. So maybe then you do go put it in paper. Like that's my third step. Uh, less and less time and involvement as I go from one to two to three from business to real estate to paper. But the other thing that I don't like and at this stage in my career is that as you go from one to two to three, you also lose control. So the biggest reason people always ask me, well, do you invest in the stock market? I say no, and it's not because I don't believe in it or because I think it's gambling or whatever, whatever. Um, like there's so many different ways you can look at it. Um, the reason I don't like it is because I don't have control over the companies that I'm investing in in the stock market. I don't have control of whether or not Apple releases a better product. I don't have any control over whether Samsung's CEO gets in some scandal, or I don't. I, I can't control whether or not General Electric hires a pathetic uh, board of advisors and all of a sudden they go to zero. Like I can't control any of that, and thereby I can't feel confident, I can't feel good about putting my money there. Uh, It's less involvement on my part, it's more passive, much more passive. However, at this point in my career, I'd much rather invest in something that I have a lot of control over. In other words, I might be risking it more by investing my money in my business, number one. It's more volatile, there's higher rates of return, there's always more risk of loss, However, I'm in complete control. Like if I start a business tomorrow and it fails, it's my fault. I was the one that made the decisions. I was the one that brought the thing down. And I was also the one that could potentially make the thing a big a big success. At the end of the day, all the weight is on my shoulders. And right now, I'd rather have control than have the pass- passivity, if that's not probably even a word, but the passive nature of stocks and bonds, I would much rather have complete control over the money that I'm investing, uh, partly because you know I don't have money to burn. If you have money to burn, maybe you do go invest in stuff because it's like if I lose it, I lose it. If I don't, you know, if I can make five, 10%, great. Um, however, at this point, I would not 
myself invest money in the stock market because I don't have control over it. That being said, when as we speak right now in September of 2018, I do feel the stock market is pretty bloated as well. Uh, and so I feel that you know in the next five years, there might be a little bit of a correction in the stock market. Uh, however, that being said, this is not about that. This is simply about where do you invest your money? Say, well, I have $5,000, I'm running a business, and I'm wondering what I need to do with that $5,000. Should I go get in real estate? Should I buy you know, E-Trade and go online and start investing in mutual funds or something like that? Uh, there is no correct answer. However, if you have a smaller portion of money, I would, I would highly recommend if your business is doing well to invest it in the business. So $5,000, if you're running a company that's doing $500,000 in annual revenue, if you invest $5,000, 1% of your revenue, into the business, there's a really good chance that that $5,000 could end up making you $100,000 or $200,000 extra in revenue. And if you're having a good profit margin of, say, 20% on that $100,000 or $200,000, you're making twenty dollars to $40,000 on that um, that $5,000 worth of investment in the business. So if you have a business that's doing well and growing, that's the number one place I would look to invest your money. If you have a business that is kind of generating really good revenue, you don't really want to grow it or scale, it's kind of hit a plateau, but it's very consistent in the nature of its profitability, then maybe going to real estate or the stock options is something that you want to do and be more passive about it. And especially if you're wanting to retire or you're wanting to spend less time at work, definitely real estate and stocks and bonds are going to be something that's more appealing to you. Yes, the rate of return isn't as high. Yes, the return on investment might not be as high, but you don't want to be involved as much. And when I say for myself, the one in control, in your mind, you're like, I don't want control. I want to be passive. I don't want to have to ever think about what the daily operations of a business are. Then definitely real estate and papers where you'd be wanting to point that money. That being said, I would highly encourage you to, if you have a successful business, a business that's growing, that is thriving, invest the money in that first. And then once you get 100, 200,000, then maybe you go put down to down payment on a triplex real estate piece of investment that you can go to once every couple weeks and just, you know, show new tenants their thing and, you know, fix a little something here and there. Spend a couple hours a month managing that. Less, like I said, less sweat equity is more passive, but it's growing. It's growing with inflation. It's growing with real, uh, with the, just the cost of rents. You can do some value add maybe during, you know, with some time when you're slower in your business and then you can raise the rents more and increase the cap rate uh, of the company and the cash on cash return gets better as you begin to increase the the rent values of that place that you might be renting out to tenants. And so that's always something that you can do as well. I would say for most people, they should focus, if they're an entrepreneur and they have a successful business, if it's small amounts of cash, invest in business. If there's money that you have to burn or there's money that is you could lose tomorrow and not really care about it, then maybe real estate or paper is something that I would start to invest in. So that's my two cents. Again, I'm not right about all this stuff. This is just my, you know, one man's point of view and the way that I look at investing my extra cash. And so I really recommend that you look at you, what your goals are, where you want to go, how how many hours you want to work in a week, because if you want to be cutting down your hours, you know, you're going to be looking for something more passive. You're not going to be wanting to go out and buy more businesses or invest a bunch in marketing because when you invest in marketing in your business, now you get more business. And then when you get more business, you got to hire more people. And then now when you get more people, you got to manage those people. And all of a sudden your overhead goes up and then you got to, like, it becomes a, a much more 
tangible, operational, every single day involvement by you as the owner. And so maybe that's not for you, but there's definitely more rate of return, higher ROI in that method. It's higher risk, higher reward sort of scenario. So if you have any questions, I'd love to help you with that. I know some of you have been asking me this. I've been trying to get back to you. It's a very similar answer to the one I'm giving you now, uh, but a little more specific sometimes when people have a, a certain amount of money and they say where their company's at and things like that. Let me know if I can help you. And as always, if you have a question on how to start, grow, or save your business, go to businessbootcamppodcast.com. Until next time, everyone, be great because nothing else pays. This is Mike Andes on the Business Bootcamp Podcast, signing off.